Rolling Stone Podcast. So, for the listeners, and mostly for Jackson, I'm currently eating um, whatever. You know the brand like Dave's whatever? that He makes like bread. Yeah, he's got his guitar in the front. Have we looked up what? Uh, or have I told you what he, he, his whole store backstory is? No. <laughs> okay. So go, go I on. I was opening such a can of worms here. Uh, yeah, you, you had no a dunk. Have you ever listened to the podcast before? Um, <laughs> we go on with your Dave story. I want to hear. We'll circle back okay. to Dave. So I, I toast an everything bagel by Dave. Mm. Then I take some ham and a slice of habanero pepper jack. Yeah. And I heat it just enough so that the cheese is melted. And then I take the bagel and I spread jalapeno cream cheese on one side. And then I slap that meat and cheese on there and I eat it as a sandwich. So we got Mm. cream cheese, ham, cream cheese, ham and cheese. Yeah, I don't like that. You know how I don't like it. I'm not a ham guy. And you're throwing okay. around some. Uh, I will say unnecessary other meats. So I've done I've done a cream cheese, egg, avocado and turkey on an everything bagel before. The turkey is the, the odd man out in that that situation. But again, it makes it like a meat breakfast type of deal um i'm just uh, the ham is throwing me off i think i think it's specifically for me the combination of jalapeno cream cheese i don't think it would work with a lot of other cream cheeses if you got like a scallion cream cheese would probably be not the best chive and onion is all right i've tried that i did have the garden vegetable today it works with that but you just just have cream cheese on deck i eat a lot of bagels at work ah there we go. And cream cheese is readily available at work as well. Yeah, just we did have the, a bit of a food section. We had a bit of a cream cheese incident today where um, my good friend Riley discovered that our the like manager fridge had been unplugged for an unknown amount of time after he had eaten a bagel with cream cheese on it. Ah. <laughs> and he he like walked in the office and he goes i've been sweating profusely all day just like yeah (laughs) just like spiral stress spiraling in your own brain of of an unplugged of of rotting cream cheese in the room over he was like he was like i have been fighting my stomach every inch of the way all day (laughs) those are the best days when like you do something you do something at like the end of a day and then, like, it doesn't hit you until you come back in, and then you have that entire shift of like, holy fuck! Like, I'm going to get mm-hmm. boned right now. Mm-hmm. At any moment, it could the 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 boss I could come out and, myself. <laughs> yeah, I've had plenty of those days. I I had a, I had a day like that the other day. Dave's Dave, I looked it up to make sure I'm like uh, my story was straight. Dave's Killer Bread is the brand name. And uh, Dave mm-hmm. on the front is a very muscular, ponytailed man playing a guitar. Um, Dave is a real man who started the company. He can't play guitar. Dave is a felon. 
Dave was addicted. <laughs> I'm not joking. Dave was addicted to drugs and had been locked up in prison for at least four years for home burglary. In in jail is where he l- learned how to make bread. Dude, that's incredible. Dude, the American, the United the, States justice system is working as intended. Yes, it, that you is. You go he, to jail and you learn valuable skills there. Yeah. Like how to make bread or toilet wine. Listen up, kids. Fuck it. Just get just go to jail and then you'll be able to have a a B list, uh, you know, a bread company. You know, Panera, you know, Thomas, but you're Dave. Dave's I will say, dude, Dave's puts 14 grams of protein in a bagel, dude. I don't know where the fuck he's getting that protein from, but it's in there. Yeah. And I'm here for it. Do you know where I had learned that that factoid about Dave's killer bread? I was so I was lost in the supermarket again. Mm -hmm. Listening to a podcast and um, I I think I can't remember. It may have been. I don't think it was the Barstool one. It may have been one of my history ones. And Dave's Killer Bread was the um, sponsor. And it like starts off of when Dave was released from prison and had no money. <laughs> and I'm like, hold on. I don't know. <laughs> I know this is an ad, but I'm intrigued. <laughs> and then I had to like look it up for myself and find out that like, yeah, Dave went to prison. Incredible. This isn't, I mean, it wasn't, it was no misdemeanor. It was a, a felon, a felony. Home invasion. Yeah. Hell yeah. There baby. was a, a drip of coffee. I'm sorry. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'm on, welcome to Show and Stone podcast. I'm on vacation. Um, so I'm drinking. I'm on not vacation. So I'm drinking coffee. Coffee. I'm having some carrot cake as well. A recent we've been getting. I was just gonna say recent discovery. Carrot cake's good. Carrot cake is very good. Recent discovery. Whole Foods sells cake by the slice. That is incredible, dude. Like a pizza shop. Yeah, dude. And it's like the variety that they display. Maybe it's just because I live in a very urban area. But how is it? How is it presented? We are talking. Upwards of 20 varieties of cake by the slice that you can purchase. And it is presented as like probably like a three inch by three inch square inside of like a plastic like container that you get like cannolis in. Uh, Okay. Like I thought, I mean, I felt, I feel like home good, uh, home goods, whole foods is this completely different company. Um, I feel like. Whole Foods could um, step up their game if they're just like the little like, like you know who I know what you're talking about. It's a little plastic clamshell, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like what they would put pieces of cake at the hospital in. I feel like they could step up their Whole Foods, step up the game a little bit. Yeah, like, no, maybe, I agree. Maybe but like also, a, a brown cardboard container with a little, the little plastic uh, window on top. I think they're they're somewhat trying for freshness because I mean it is sitting in a display case all day, yeah. but it is a little nostalgic in that it reminds me of like a Bova's bakery. Like it feels yes. like I'm getting a slice from like 
you know, Bova's Bakery, Mike's Pastries, one of those little fucking yeah. Italian places in the North End. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to um, get some that is, that is interesting. Speaking of the freshness and like the, the ready to grab things, um, I believe I've talked about it before. Market Basket has exceeded all expectations. Like they are they are well above where they used to be the 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 former standard of market basket um sushi that they have is amazing sushi is good there my friend that you can order a pizza and the pizza's good i mean it's just pizza uh calzones are pretty good it's just i i me and sarah at the point where it's just like what do you want and we're like "Mm, we don't know and then we'll just go to market basket and just get like chicken fingers Yes. Yeah. Market market buckets. Market buckets. The place to be. Market buckets. I right. remember I Shout went out, through a phase where my mother would just buy uh the the like half of a buffalo chicken calzone and I would yeah. just eat it like very high at two a.m. cold. <laughs> that was a classic Duncan move. Classic. Yeah. Oy. Um. All right. Well, I already said welcome to Johnson Podcast. Um, let's get into something that again, welcome to the trolling stone podcast. Yeah. For the second time, the home Boston... of your one and O yeah. Home of your one and O Boston Celtics basketball franchise. Um, they beat the nets yesterday. Um, I actually like, I, I'm much, I'm a, like been on Twitter a lot more today than I was yesterday because I was, I really missed the game for the most part. Like I didn't sit and watch the yeah. game. Sad. I was at Easter. It makes one awesome. of us. So who's the real fan? Yeah. Um, <laughs> a real turn of the tides. <laughs> yeah. I was at my father's and we were having Easter dinner um, and some drinks. And I was like, just slowly checking. I saw the last play. I like live. I was I was in the 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 room as we shifted a like one seventeen to one twelve. Like, uh, we were down five, and then like coming back, playing amazing defense, and the Jason Tatum buzzer beater layup. There is nothing more JV than a buzzer beater layup, but it is so just. And I was, it's the whole, like, I was so worried about playing the Nets. I still am, but I was so worried about this series because of just everyone, the PMT guys, the inside the NBA, TNT, everyone being like, the Nets aren't like this normal seven seed. Like, they're not like the other to the other seven seed that's in the east or the eight seed in the in the west or whatever it is i'm trying to say um so i was like oh wow like yeah i i don't want to hype myself up because this could be a, a sweep by brooklyn knock on wood it's not now but um you don't have to i knock like on just wood it's already yeah i was just off twitter for a while and i've just been crazy busy um i've just been off twitter and so like i the hype isn't there like if we were playing like the Hawks, I would have had 10 times more hype because I'm like, oh, we're going to s- smoke the Hawks. But I got real scared with the Nets. But now I'm all on Twitter since I missed a lot of it. Um, Jason Tatum is a cold blooded killer. Uh, Jalen Brown is uh, is the next Play-Doh. 
And Marcus Smart, did you just get a bug off the wall? Yeah, dude. It was, that, that's the it bug was, off the wall face. It was wet, dude. It was a real <laughs> wet bug. <laughs> that is there also is a large smear on my wall. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is also like the the everyone does it. I don't know what the word is for it. Like this ubiquitous, very much like everyone it's it's all knowing and all conscious it's you whatever paper you have around you you just use that (laughs) you duncan for the listeners duncan just grabbed what i would assume to be maybe a happy easter card or like or like a a valentine's grandmother yeah and duncan used that sentimental uh you know uh communication a very old like a very grandmother thing to do to send a letter for holidays and duncan just use it to squish a bug and now he's gonna throw it out next time he looks at the letter so <laughs> grandma grandma huff happy easter it's technically a peterson but who's counting there you go. i'm not um but and first reported on trolling stone podcast marcus smart defensive player of the year as a guard no less um, it is, so it is I, like, yeah, my takes Celtics game takes, first mm. of all, Kyrie is the biggest ninny. Yeah. That has ever walked the face of this earth. He's a, I mean, to go, Morgan. I mean, to, to be the Boston Celtics and the city of Boston were, I mean, just like hanging out in his kitchen. Like yeah. it was a fucking dinner party and we were, you know, waiting for the apps to come out because so here's what yeah. he was just throwing birds around like nobody's business. The amount of, there was at least once in which the broadcast was like, yeah. And then uh, after he hit that three, Kyrie waved to the fans like in a little <laughs> gesture and then they couldn't show the replay because it was actually him flipping them off. Yeah. So I was listening to the PMT about it. Um, Baby. And just like my entire take, like I watched the highlights. Kyrie had all the Kyrie knows what he's getting into when he steps into TD Garden. Um, it's now, you know, two, three years past him being here and he knows what he is. He's doing. Uh, and even in like a uh, what do you call it? A pre game like press conference, like the days before he was like, you know, I'm keep I'm I'm gonna keep my cool. Nothing is going to happen. Like I'm not gonna let the crowd get to my head. And then he immediately does what he does. The, the whole thing that I am actually like super into. He it, it's he he didn't fold. I would have laughed my. I, this would have been a different statement that I'm about to say. He didn't fold. He like didn't like play average. He played out of his mind. And scored 39 points while flipping off the crowd. I completely respect it. Like yeah. I have, I am giving the thumbs up to everything he did. Number one, because we got the win. And I'm like, yeah, Kyrie played out of his gourd and still we still won. So I'm like, oh, cool. KD is gonna play out of his gourd in like game three. Um, but I'm happy that he did all those things because it's like few just more things to talk about, and he backed it up. I it I it was awesome. I was like he was. Fl- I saw like someone on Twitter. And I think my brother texted me. He goes, "Yo, are you watching the game at Dad's?" Because like Kyrie is having a field day with like the 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 you know the on floor seats 
in the crowd that's there. And I'm like, oh no. And he's like, he's flipping off the like the Celtics fans. And I go, oh my God. And then I watch highlights. I'm like, wow, that is awesome. I loved it. I keep flipping off the crowd. If you're gonna drop 40, you can flip off the crowd. That's like yeah. and he I was he was I'm like saying. he was going like this. I feel yeah, like crying it out. was I mean 10 out of 10. But then also on the other hand, like he was getting like locked down a lot. Yeah. Like he had he, he kind of like broke away in the second half. Yeah, but like his I mean, for a lot of the third quarter, he was like did nothing. His <clears throat> his statistics and the sabermetrics of it all show like he's the guy you got to close out on that. You have to yeah. like, you know, run, put your hand up in his, in his face as he's making the shot because he's only like. Twenty percent from the field, like 30 percent. And uh, that's that change because we were close, still closing him out at the end of the game. And he was just making like. Duncan Robinson off balance, one foot in the air, yeah. one foot on the ground, you know, three pointers. Um, the but other uh, thing, yeah, my other take from the game was that it could not have ended in a more like kind of like fuck you way in that the game basically hinged on Kevin Durant didn't want to play defense. He just yep. like, like I own, honestly, it was a relatable moment. It seemed like his ADHD kicked in and he was just like, uh, yeah, the basketball's over there. Yeah. Exactly. And then he just stood there and let Jason Kai, Tatum cut. Kai, and yeah. And Kyrie Tatum was under, on Kyrie. Like what? It, yes. Tatum like, you know, caught the pass and, you know, made his, his, his couple steps to the layup, like right in Kyrie's face. And it was like the celebration right in Kyrie's face was like throwing his hands up, running and everything. Yeah. I don't know if you saw it. There's like an angle of like, Tatum in like the crowd of people and he's like winking right at the camera like as like all of his all and, like the team is just like freaking out um yeah it, it was uh, I so wish I just actually paid attention to it more but it was like such like uh I held my breath I was like fuck we are down five points and there's like a minute left I'm like I don't know if we're gonna pull this off and then we pulled it off my, my breath was held for that entire like See- minute of game time but actual 20 minutes of real time like i it was i can tell the exact moment in which i knew we were going to win the game and it was when i first turned on the game like at the beginning of the second half and there was a sequence in which uh they kicked it out to a wide open marcus who i mean bricked a three yeah in classic marcus smart fashion and horford got the rebound and kicked it right back out to him and he just drilled it yeah. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. That the, the bounces are going the Celtics yeah. way. Well, like, we the, got this shit. Towards, it's going to be towards, a close game, but we got this shit. Yeah. Towards the end, it was like getting dicey. Like, I, I remember, like, I kept from the other room hearing, like, the, the, annou- uh, the announcer, the, the refs, like, calling a foul and, like, the stoppage of play. And, uh, like, I was like, fuck, like, they are not getting any calls right now. Like, no. the pace is not good. Like, the Celtics play really well when, like, it's not like it's not only are they not getting like called fouls on them, but also when the like the other team is like the Celtics are the best when it's just like a flow and it's just, you know, non call basketball. Um, and I was like, fuck, like this is not panning well for us. Like it was like the Nets were getting calls. The Celtics are getting <clears> calls. And I'm like this. The game is stopping every 30 seconds. And like that's not yeah. how like how we play. Well, but then the, the other side of it was there was like a stretch of time in which there was only transition offense happening yeah it was just like at but utter that's, chaos that is what <clears> the <throat> series was was built to be was 
it, yeah. you know, the, this, the Celtics are, we, we have, I think the highest percentage of like, um, caused turnovers or whatever it's called. Like they're not, <clears throat> we're not stealing the ball. It's just like, we're getting in like passing, passing lanes and yeah. forcing them. And then we get like this big rush back. Like we have so many plays where like, we have just like a breakaway and shit like that. Um, yeah. That's there were also the, there was the a Nets lot of bad too. passing at the end of the game. Too. Oh yeah, I remember I like the Celtics. Peaked, I peeked my head in and fucking I, I don't even know who Conley like whipped the ball like into like the tenth row of, of the Garden. Yeah. I'm like, oh okay, um, just awesome, awesome. I, I'm like I'm bitter because the next game is on until Wednesday, so I have to wait another whole basically two days to to watch again. Um, I will be worried if this series goes six or seven games like i think our next if we win this one we would end up playing i just gotta like look at espn we put we're like obviously it's the playoffs and you're not like you're no longer playing bad teams but um i don't think we play philly if we if we win we're probably gonna either play philly or the bucks i think the bucks and i'm i am scared if that if the if the net series takes we take it to six or seven games and then we have to go play the bucks and the bucks are probably gonna easily handle chicago and so i'm yeah. like fuck we can take Philly because like we just have Philly's numbered. I'm like watching it right now and like, yeah, you're the Phillies Phillies torching, you know, the Toronto Raptors. The tur turd crap turd turd onto crapters. Um nailed that one, dude. Thank you. Um, I had been working mm-hmm. practicing that one in the mirror. Um <laughs> but I would love to play Philly instead of like the box because like we just have their number. But Demarcus Smart Defensive Player of the Year. First guard since Gary Payton in 1996 to win Defensive Player of the Year. Um, Jason Tatum is God. I I, I say that we, was something that I was going to bring up, but <clears throat> I haven't yeah. watched basketball. Uh, I would say in probably approximately two years, it's mm. been a minute. Like J- I definitely watched Jason Tatum, but like it was a couple years ago, and then I watched him yesterday. I was like. Oh, Jason Tatum's actually like really fucking good now. Like he's he, really fucking good now. He had one play where he was like probably like right at the the like elbow mm. and he like felt that there was a ton of space behind him cuz nobody was like nobody was in that corner. Yeah. So he had like the guy who was in the post and then he had like just space behind him and he like rolled off of his defender and hit a fadeaway. Yeah, like it was absolutely nothing, and I was like, I've played that's, enough basketball to know that's a very difficult shot, and also that's his like, Kobe moves. Those those roll like, fades like feel are Kobe the moves. space just... there, and like not like he just knew that he had nothing but space if he could just make yeah. space from his his the guy guarding him. He he's still like, I my biggest thing like I being in all of like the 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 Twitter spaces of, of just even NBA, not just the Celtics, but like in watching all of the games and the, the stuff that I watch, um, we need to keep him happy. Mm-hmm. We need to continue to pay him. 
we need to do whatever he wants because I'm going to how the, however this this playoff run goes for us will determine his next step in terms of like being an NBA basketball player. He is unbelievable right now, but if we he's say Tatum goes to the Eastern Conference Finals or Tatum and the Celtics go to the NBA Finals this year. He is making that next step into his like holy shit dude like you are because i still think there's people that are like better than tatum in the nba right now like k kd Kawhi when he's healthy uh joel Embiid. Uh, those are a few people that are still above tatum by like a a hair if tatum makes it to the eastern conference finals or tatum makes it to the nba finals he will be in that upper echelon where he is one of the top four players in the league currently and the there's only one step in my mind above that and is that you are an all-time legend in the yeah. game <clears throat> like tatum how young he is and his playoff presence and him like his skills and everything like tatum's biggest um what do you call it like le- uh, idol w- was kobe and kobe and it's like kobe lebron magic Jordan Tatum could be in that upper echelon of people and it all kind of it's that journey there will can will be will start in this playoff run right here he is unbelievable there are people who pencil him in as like the top like six seven guys in the league there are however like I said those four above him the KDs the Joels the Mount Rushmore yeah Tatum depend like uh, the last time I'll say it, the, this playoff series, either getting to the Eastern conference finals or getting to the NBA finals um, will solidify him in that Mount Rushmore. Like I would take off a Joel Embiid and be like, you know, who like the, the top three people are in the league. It's Jason Tatum and it's KD. And it's like, I don't even know, like Kawhi Leonard, like and Kawhi's like even like hurt, but like See, he he's on his way to being like, Holy, like, like, holy shit. Larry Bird in the 80s was on. Oh, my God. You know, Michael Jordan in the 90s was the face of basketball. Tatum could be the face of basketball in in, in the 2020s. Like, yeah. LeBron was like the 2000s and 2010s and everything. And he's on his way out. And then um, it was Steph. It, yeah, it, yeah, it was Steph in 2010. Yeah, I would say you're right. That third person may be Steph in, like, the league. But yeah. Tatum could be, like, I just 2020s always think are, of like... is Jason Tatum's league. Of like, okay, so there's guys like like Kyrie and KD, and um, I can th- maybe think of a couple other people off the top of my head. But Giannis, like the the super team people, yeah, who are incredibly good, but are not carry a team to the Eastern Conference Final on your back. Good, yeah, that's which that's is a, like that's a Giannis. that's, that's, that's a where that's. That's where Giannis, Kawhi, uh, maybe Steph, but you could argue he had Clay the whole time. There's an for his to be for his there. yeah for like the the 2013s and the 2015 yeah. and then, and then playoffs. Uh, the person that you think of as like the all time on that is probably Kobe, who just yeah. like was like rain, sleet, snow, fucking whatever the weather was. Yeah. He was putting the team on his back, and he was getting you to. It was like besides like a few fan bases, 
Kobe was everyone's favorite player yes. in the yes. 2000s. It yep. was like, no matter where you were from, you were like, I love Kobe. And besides Boston area, in the 2010s, you were like, LeBron is the nation's favorite player. Yeah. And, and that, yeah. I would even argue that I think that guys like that did themselves a disservice by moving teams so many times. I think that the LeBron, like, let's go to the Miami. Well, yeah, and that's, have the, big that's three. the whole like that whole thing. But especially if Tatum stays with Boston and Giannis stays with the Bucks, like those are guys where it's like they were on one team, like their whole career for the most part. They like just a, like a Tim kept Dunk. doing it over and over and over again. And like, that's what sets them apart. That's what sets Kobe apart. That's what sets yeah. like MJ apart. Yeah. Uh, what do you call it? Um, yeah. Uh, Tim Duncan was the same way. The, the big fundament fundamental. He stayed with the Spurs and he just won. I think the, the Spurs won three championships, two, three championships um, with just a rotating cast. But it was always Tim Duncan being like the guy. Kobe would have like this revolving door of like winning championships with a Shaq for 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 most of that but then at, towards like the, the end Shaq wasn't there and he had like the Rick Foxes and the Lamar, Lamar Odoms, Odoms. And, and like yeah so uh, it's and it's cool to think uh I think Jason Tatum just wants to be Kobe he wants to have that not the whole dying part in a plane in a helicopter <laughs> but he's staying far away from helicopters yeah he, he, he but, drives whenever yeah. they have a in a way series Tatum has like talked to ad nauseum about how he respects Kobe and like his play style and his choices. And you look and go, okay, if Tatum just wants to do exactly what Kobe did, looks like he's staying in Boston for yeah. 15 years. Like <clears throat> he, he, it, yeah. that's his team. Um, so it's, it's, it's like great to like, think about that, but yeah, like the, to wrap up the Celtics talk, I'm very excited. I think a lot, no one's I haven't heard a lot of people talk about it and it may not be this year, but this is my idea. It, this playoff run will decide a lot, a couple of fates in terms of like the, our star players. I think Jalen will stay because I think he really likes Boston. I mean, there's always, I think also the, the Tatum connection there and the Tatum connection. And I think he really likes Boston because of all of his, his, his social justice and like his like yeah. companies that he and foundations he wants. Like Boston has, like he takes classes at Harvard. Like yeah. he, he wants to be a part of this. There's like, more to community. offer. Yeah. And so like, I don't, I hope to God we don't, they'll, they're going to ask for more money, but I have said it, trade, trade everyone else. Keep those two because yeah. You're, they're going to want start wanting more money and that's okay like kobe wanted more money and the lakers were like yep whatever you want kobe you you want yep. you don't want Shaq anymore he's gone uh you you want greg o, uh, <laughs> lamar odom yeah we'll, we'll bring him in so they and I'm greg odin too to yeah greg yeah moose <laughs> um but also i think i think like a guy like jason tatum bring so much to the table because like what I was seeing last night was like to be able to have like Marcus smart, not think about offense and just be a dog on Kyrie all night. Like yeah. you could tell that like 
I mean, he basically locked Kyrie down until the fourth quarter. It, it was, oh yeah. It, um, what do you call it? Ime has talked about it um, on, on television. He's just like, we had a, a, a discussion as a team and everyone bought in. The NBA defense, all it is, is it's not even technique. It's not, let's be in this zone. It's literally just try. That's yeah. NBA defense. <laughs> and not many people do it. Something Kevin Durant did not do yeah, with it's, uh, three or four seconds left in the game last it's night. It's the little tiny things. It's <clears throat> so crazy to think like of all of the big professional sports, baseball, football, uh, uh, hockey. Like if you are not trying on defense, like cyanide. Imagine if like Jackie Bradley Jr. or Alex Verdugo, like somebody hit a fly ball and they were just like, God damn, man. You hit they're the like, they're like, next one, that, dude. <laughs> like, look at I, that, dude. I got you next. I got you next time. Don't worry about <laughs> that, that fall. I got fucking, you next time. Hey, that, that guy's good at fucking hitting. I'll tell you that much. Or like linemen, just linemen in football, just being like, ah, you know, <laughs> they turn around and watch the ball. <laughs> Ah, just missed you. Just ah, missed you, Aaron, ah. uh, Aaron Rodgers. Um, it, but it's it's that's that's the NBA. It's it's yeah. All of the effort that you do, it's it is crazy to think in like say like terms of um like hockey or even like lacrosse. <clears throat> it's in those sports and football. Certain people are defensive people, where it's yeah. like you know I, I got the oh my god they're showing the Charles Barkley kissing an old man on TNT right now. <laughs> That's crazy. They just showed him go kiss an old man, uh, one like a ref. Um, but like in lacrosse, like you, you in football, you have defensive people. Like they are the, the that is yeah. your position. You play defense. You do not play offense. Um, and so it's like that's what the people just make a living off of that. And then in the NBA, it's just like nah. It's just we just we just shoot the ball. Yeah. And so we're all good. now. I also Celtics, think so. Like. Yeah. Um, I've often considered this, and this is why I I just really won't watch regular season basketball unless I have nothing else to do. Yeah. But the amount of points that are scored in a game lessens the importance of each point. So, like, for example, it's baseball, that's, that's hockey, called inflation. <laughs> yeah, precisely. <laughs> We have turned this into a, a large metaphor about yeah, gas put prices. The, put the, mm. put the, uh, the the stock market ticker on the bottom of yes. this. And yeah, yeah. It's four, and it's, four, four, <laughs> four screen screaming. <laughs> Slap a Fox News logo on the bottom left and we'll just raise our voices yeah. an octave. Yeah. And, and we, we have the five o'clock we'll spot. Dude. We have the five o'clock <laughs> spot on, on Fox News right now. We are bullish on the Celtics. Yeah. Um, but... It like so like defense doesn't matter as much but like when you're thinking about like like you were saying like football i mean you're scoring a lot of points in football but you're only scoring like maybe three or four times a game yeah like a high scoring game would be like 28 23 you know what i mean yeah. like we would consider that, that to be a relatively that, high that's a shootout game. that's you know that's yeah, a shootout exactly. in football <clears throat> hockey baseball football like so the points matter more. So defense, like everyone has their specific job, but in mm. basketball, like a lot of times it's like, Hey, let's just fucking shoot a bunch and see if we can maybe get more points than the other team. Yeah. It starts to turn into and then maybe like we'll try to YMCA play defense in like the last five minutes. But like, other than that, we're just going to kind of wall gag around the court. It, it is like incredible to see 
how like a half of basketball is played uh, at the Y. And then a half of basketball is played at the Staples Center. And like it's the same score, but it's yeah, because I'm like, no yo, one's dude, playing Joey. Def- like, yeah, Joey Torgerson could be out there, dude. Like, Ball is Life could be yeah. like a depth player for the Lakers, yeah, you know, when they're fucking the pace, getting the, blown out in the first yeah. half. It's the pace to play, and there's all these things, but it's it is funny that like there are certain people in the NBA that's like, oh, he's only been playing basketball for two years, he's just really tall, and he's in yeah. the NBA, <laughs> but it's just like, well, what does that say to like work? I saw a couple the other day that was walking around doing their little fucking shopping and they were, I'm not even kidding. They had to have been either six, six or taller, like both of them. Mm. And I was like, what are you doing in a target on Easter weekend? Go play basketball Get on the you fucking morons, court, dude. Yeah. Go put up some shots. Like you're like, looking at your, you're like, Insta- you're looking at your Post phone your workouts like, on Instagram, that- like J Cole, dude, like you'll have a contract in like two weeks. I'm, you're looking at your phone. You're like, I think, I think the Grizzlies need you back at the stadium yeah, right now, dude. Like I, at least like, I mean, like be on the practice squad or some shit, dude, yeah. like go play G league. I don't know, but you got it. I mean, something dude. And yeah. also this brings me to another point about basketball, a little bit of a tangent. The fact that Winston in new girl, having played basketball in Europe yeah being believable is wild I think uh, I think that's the joke but okay two twofold twofold to this I think we could go play basketball in Latvia right now. <laughs> like I think we could and then I Fair think enough, that dude. is just honestly the joke. dude Troy some podcast goes to Latvia like are we about to sign oh I've thought about that before that would be a great bit is this we or we just pretend one day we're just like, hey, Trollstone Podcast, and like, don't like, uh, like we have something special to announce. Um, we have moved locations to Estonia, and we are now yeah. in Estonia, <laughs> and we're just like, it's great here, and we just we're, like, we're really, we're we're really just playing rec league games and muting the sound, yeah, and then just slapping a little broadcast over it and like yeah. live streaming it, yeah. We're we yeah we 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 do a, a pre and post game and uh in the 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 professional Warsaw League that we're in we're just that fucking would be a, around fu- in a Poland. funny bit would be us going and like live streaming rec league games and announcing them and like yeah, giving out Tommy awesome. points. <laughs> <laughs> we just we just pretend to be um NBC Boston, but yeah we're in we're in we're in Croatia. <laughs> Yeah, or like Lynn, dude. <laughs> yeah, oh. <laughs> I should we sh- I should have we I should have brought you uh flown you out to the staff versus students basketball game that I oh, didn't participate electric in. Electric factory, dude. Yeah, <laughs> lower Fuck back was feeling a little tight. You were like, I'm gonna sit sit out. I'll be there next year. Carl Backery, the science teacher, is blowing his back out against the twelve year old. Hey, as long as he's not blowing the 12 year old back out, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a slip of the tongue. Um, <laughs> the old Freudian slip. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, go Celtics. Uh, they're the fucking tits. The, uh, the Celtics are the may, balls. May have been, and we might have to get a, a, a post game ruling on this, but they, that may have been the longest and most engaged basketball conversation we've had on this podcast. I know. Usually it's just it's us usually talking you, at each other. Usually you pick up your phone when I start talking about the Celtics. <laughs> And it's just me for for 
two minutes. Um, all right, what else is on the docket? Kendrick? Yeah, Kendrick. I also Kung, thought of Kung one Fu other Kenny? thing, but yeah, we can, it, it'll be wrapped into music. Um, <laughs> Kendrick's releasing an album. So also Pusha T is releasing an album on Friday, which I'm pretty stoked about. We all know my relationship with that yeah. guy, but uh, Kendrick's releasing, I believe, next month on the 13th. Wow. That's a. If I, believe, I don't know what to expect. If I remember correctly, did he put a single out? Uh, he well, he was recently on something. It was family. Oh, I'm thinking ties, of the. Fa- I'm King. thinking of the family ties. Yeah. Yeah. Which I listened to that last night, and like, I saw a quote from like Tyler the Creator that that was like a a game changing verse for him because he was like, yeah, dude, like. Kendrick is the best in the game right now. And he's still out there like trying new voices and like coming up with new shit and doing new things. And he was like, that scared me. That's what that's, that is my pull to it. And we've had the discussion when he, he's putting out stuff. He, he makes rapping different. He yeah. like the, the, he, his voices and his, um, I, have you seen that TikTok that's been going around? I've seen it a couple times now where the guy comments on how on, uh, it's one of the Pimp a Butterfly songs where Kendrick's rapping really fast. And it's a guy behind a drum kit and then a guy behind a piano. And he goes, "Do you like?" He goes, "Do you realize?" Oh, yeah, Kendrick becomes Kendrick is the drums is becomes the drum kit becomes the the beat machine because he's in he's the his the 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 tonation in his voice and like it's the the the, the uh, I'm trying to think of the song. And he's like, every time he comes up, that's him hitting the snare, but he's hitting the hi hat with these lower, these, these, this lower register. And it's like he is keeping the beat. The beat drops out and it's Kendrick doing the beat with his own voice. And so Kendrick doing that, Kanye's done that. I, I, Tyler has, has done shit like that. But it's, that's what, that's what really blows people of which it's always pisses me off because the people that are putting, putting out music like every weekend, it's just bullshit. And it's so many of like my kids are like, Oh my God, I love boogie with a hoodie and uh little peep and uh little Uzi, all these shit mumble rap, like mumble rappers. And that's what the kids eat up is like the people who just put out more volumes of music. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm like, you know, I was they were like before they were like, whenever they ask, like, who's your favorite rapper, mister? And I'm like, oh, it's it's tribe. Like, I love tribe. And they're like, oh, no. And I put it on and like, this is stupid. And then I'm like, well, like my more newer one, like I love Kanye. I love Kendrick. And they're like, oh, like Kendrick is like stupid now. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? And I'm like, Kendrick does different cool things. Like your guy just has the same tone the entire time. Like he sucks. And they're like, oh no, Kendrick's the Kendrick's stupid. That's what makes me mad. It is just like if the guy's completely right. Like I, I can't believe I didn't find 
or make that connection. Like he is the the drum machine yeah. in that point. And because he's in as what you had said, what Tyler, the creator had said that he's trying new voices and different, like uh, different ways of saying something or the, 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 um, I'm not the incantation isn't the word the cadence of how he says things yeah. is so much different than anyone else or like it's not even different it's just he's doing newer things that like no one's really tried before and that's what makes me mad is like I, I look at him and how skilled he is at thinking outside of the box and I'm like looking at my kids and being like you have so much more better music you could be listening to and you're not yeah bums I tell you mm. kids these days I think my favorite Kendrick that will always keep me coming back is um what is it uh the last track on damn it's the one titled Duckworth. Duckworth Duckworth where he tells the story about how his dad like almost got smoked it, by top dog I thought it was his like cousin that almost got smoked um no he was like because at the end of it he goes um I would have grown up without or my dad would have. I'm just gonna find the fucking lyric because. Yeah, um, yeah I know it. I um, thought it was about his cousin. I don't. Know if, I I forgot that it was about his. Because dad. if no, Anthony I know killed it. Ducky, top dog could be serving life. While I grew up without a father and died in a gunfight. Damn, it's it's shit like that too. It's that's, like the story. Dude, that's what the album's called. I know. Yeah. Damn. 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 With a period, dude. He's all about fucking. Everyone does that now, though. I think. Do you? Can we? Can we ask this question? Damn gets put out, and everything is all in capitals with periods at the end of it. And everyone has been doing that, like Brockhampton. Like, I mean, when they were together, they were putting shit like that. Did Kendrick start that? At, at least, at least most rappers today, you look through their discography, and either everything is all lowercase or everything is all uppercase. I feel like Vince one just like did that, that with uh, the mm. self-titled EP. Yeah. Yeah, it's ha- it happens all the time. Like, did, did can you start it? Probably. I'll give that him was, credit. That was also like mm-hmm. uh, to if you were to ask me, like a seminal album in college, it was Damn. Yeah, like we, I remember going. I remember going. It was to, Damn and uh, um, the Return of Saint Brick. Yeah, Damn <laughs> came out, and then like I remember. I remember Humble came out on a Friday and then I think it was the Humble music video came out on the Saturday. And I remember I watched it a hundred times. It was so good. And then uh, I remember going to like the album came out and I remember going to like Oktoberfest. I think it came out in the fall. And I remember like it was me and Sarah and a couple of friends like went to like that in Amherst. We went to that uh, the brewery thing or. We just sat out in a field and the drank. Thing in the field. Yeah, yeah, I was also there. Yeah, well, that that was. Oh yeah, the, you you were. Yeah, I remember just listening yeah. to that constantly. Like just yeah. like on the way there, we were listening to it. They were playing it. It was just like my damn and that Oktoberfest like are are the same in my head, intertwined in your brain. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, also, um, just this isn't particularly music news. But did you see the thing on TikTok? I saw it as a TikTok, but it's from the Amber Heard Johnny Depp hearing. And she was like, she was like, 
Yeah, like he just like wasn't like all that engaging. Like I got bored a lot and he was like, she, she was like, he would just like have his friends over and they would all just like play guitar together. And it would just be like seven old yeah. men sitting around playing guitar. Like it was boring. And yeah. I was like, you daft cunt. That sounds like the most fascinating room to ever be in. And on top of it, it's just it was like probably like the like most preposterous music names. Like it was like him and like Keith Richards and like a yeah. couple other dudes were like sitting around like doodling on the guitar and like and you're and you're smoking clove cigarettes. Yeah, and about eighty percent of the world was like, "I wish I was there." Like, yeah, and you're the dumb bitch that's like, I, oh, that it was boring." I remember seeing a couple of those things where she was like, "I got bored a lot in the relationship," and I was like, "You were a grown adult, like." yeah if you are bored do something else like yeah or like leave the relationship like no he wasn't holding you against his will or against your will yeah i I, from a lot of that that i've been hearing is that no one's a victim but everyone is siding with johnny depp because i think they're realizing that amber heard's kind of a got a screw loose yeah um she's a way i did appreciate that they've They've released a lot of like video footage from the, the, the court hearings yeah. and like just like watching Johnny Depp chuckle at some of the things is is just very like it's humorous. I, I saw one thing where it was Johnny Depp is like sitting with obviously his lawyer up front and like Amber Heard is like off to the side like she's not even like on like with sitting with her lawyers and she like looks over at him like every three seconds he's just sitting and staring and like all like the court proceedings like the lawyers and the judge and bailiffs talking and amber heard is just constantly like like flicking her head over to be like to look at what he's doing and he literally is just sitting there like tired and like like not happy yeah. that he's there it's like he's like, like there is still so much cocaine in my system <laughs> yeah he yeah, he's like, I'm on, I'm on about 50 mils of perks right now. Amber, <laughs> stop looking at I me. Mean, I can feel your eyes gazing upon me. Talk about a guy that had a life and looks like shit now. <laughs> he yeah, looks, he looks he's becoming really bad. <laughs> he's becoming all of his roles that he's ever played into one uh, amalgamation yeah. of a person. Yeah, he's yeah. got like the the Johnny Depp. There's a little bit of crybaby in there. There's uh, Ichabod. There's a lot of Sweeney bit of Ta- Sweeney Todd. Captain is, Jack is, Sparrow. Yeah, the Captain Jack Sparrow. I mean, that is really his main. That's like the one that sh- presents itself the most. But there's like all little bits of the old. The fearing, lo- fear and loathing of um, yep. Las Vegas is is right in the eyes of all the drugs he's done. Yep. But he's, he just continues to wear I will forever all remember it. Yeah. Be such a fan of Johnny Depp. Oh, he's awesome. The like famous had... story of him staying over at Hunter S. Thompson's house. I'm sure mm-hmm. I've told this on the podcast yeah. before. And he was like, just like in the basement, smoking cigarettes, whatever. Woke up and realized he had been smoking and ashing on a keg of black gunpowder. Just he had like an oil lamp lit on it. Like just there was he, just tomfoolery classic it, shenanigans he does like there's always like some story like every couple years that comes out and like the big one obviously is the amber heard stuff that like oh he's just like 
a weird guy. And I was like, yeah, he's Johnny Depp. Like he was like, he still is one of the most like famous people, like the most well-recognized mm-hmm. faces and names. Like that fucks with your brain where you are no longer a human being. He, he is just like a prop at this point. He's like, also he's just, like very famous for being in Tim Burton movies. Did we yeah. expect him to be like he's a normal got, person? Yeah, he has. He came into all of that, that uh, group of people, the Helen Bonham Carter and the Johnny Depp's and everything like he came in with psychological damage and mm-hmm. it only helped more damage to occur being in Tim Burton movies. Oh, I had some weird like coffee ground in my mouth and it was taking me forever to get it out. Which brings me to our next topic. But pow, 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 pow. fucking donkey segues over here, dog. Get on my level. Pow, bang, ski, ski. Um, I'm gonna take you to go. Bang, bang, click, click, bang, bang, click, click. Who's dead? I'm dead. What is that from? I remember hearing. I remember bang, like shit. Baseball players say part two or some some goddamn nonsense. (laughs) Um. But yes, coffee. It was, we haven't had a good coffee conversation in a while. Yeah. Um, sources say that you have a new espresso maker. Mm-hmm. I have a new coffee. Just, in, just a oh. whole new coffee maker. I need to find the bottle opener. Um, so, I mean, I have it right here. I can show you. The listeners will see. I have a mocha pot. It's uh, it goes on the stove. Uh, I put water in the bottom, coffee grounds in the middle, and then um, it the 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 boiling water as it's heated by the the stove rises through the coffee grounds, and then it, it ends in like the highest reservoir of it. Like it comes spilling out, and it's like a it's basically like drip coffee. Um, sorry about that. Um, but it is, it makes some thick black tar coffee. Mm. It's strong, dude. I am, mm. I drink it. I have to basically, I'm at the point now where I don't take a single sip of coffee in my car driving to work i have to take my first sip and then immediately shit my pants and i have to be <laughs> in a an establishment before i even start drinking this coffee it is so good um it's come it's i don't know it's it, it it's definitely a lot hotter than my nespresso or like when i was doing the curate because it's just like that's just like a controlled Temp- and the Keurig was getting old and shitty, and so it would, like it wouldn't heat up all the way, so yeah. it was just filtering through like lukewarm water through coffee, um, and then the Nespresso was just oh, I had shit flavors, and so now it's just I'm I'm drinking like upper crust cafe strong ass coffee, and I love yeah. it. The stuff my dad makes. Yeah, it comes out so thick. It's like, I'm like, wow, I'm drinking like sl- just just like concrete right now, <laughs> like black. Ben one time asked my dad to make him a cup of coffee. And he was like, dude, I like didn't sleep that night. Ben, <laughs> it was when Ben used to not drink coffee. 
Yeah. And so then for a while he would just call it, uh, I think he called it jet fuel. Yeah. Where he was like, yeah, dude, I need some jet fuel right now. It's just so <laughs> red like, eye. Right. Yeah. Have you ever, were you were were we doing red eyes when we were at Saya? Wasn't that a thing? Or was that it? Was no, that when I was at point? Because they didn't have espresso. Yeah. Did you I know what we started doing red eyes until roots? Yeah. Yeah. Because I w- I was drinking red eyes too. I think I I was working in Newburyport, and I think I was drinking red eyes at the point. Okay. I must have. Yeah. But the it was like yeah the espresso red eye. And then for hot, like the hot real sauce OGs, black eyes. And then for the real, real ones, a purple eye. I don't think I recall a black or a purple eye. Yeah, dude. Purple eye is three shots of espresso in, in a hot cup of coffee. I'm looking up a red eye coffee recipe. A red eye is technically only one shot in a cup of yeah. coffee. And then a black eye is two shots. And then a purple eye is three. What is red eye? Yeah. Drip coffee. It's just coffee with more espresso in it. I remember that we at the point there would be making red eyes for like when we knew we had a like a lot of shit. And it would be really strong coffee. Um, that was like the like before the espresso. It's like strong, stronger coffee, like a really dark roast. And then he would uh, brett henderson would put a bunch of sugar in it and at the very end he would throw dashes of tabasco in it so it like continued to have like not even like a sweet like you wouldn't even taste the sugar it would just be all coffee and it would like burn your mouth like it was <laughs> not because it was hot because it had like tabasco and shit in it. so it would leave like this strain you couldn't taste the hot sauce leave this strange like sensation just over your whole head where you're like i i need to just run and put chapstick on like that's what the, <laughs> the, the only remedy to a red eye was if if you want a summation of the experience of working in a restaurant it is that because oh. that is some shit only a crackhead line cook could come up with yeah yeah and, and to uh, to be honest i know we did it at roots we were do, we would do red eyes at roots but i don't remember the other two restaurants i worked in i don't ever remember doing red eyes like they were i mean i worked at the country club like they that was already like i yeah. was making red eyes for myself and yeah. and, they, and everyone else was like oh my god you're a psychopath no oh, i know that is some shit that like maddie matheson has definitely had a red <laughs> eye with tabasco sauce in it before yeah. like that's yeah. some oh, crackhead yeah, yeah, yeah. line line cook type well, we shit. got it from brett um the black yeah, eye dude. purple eye. i never i never realized that it was like that that had a name to it there's just like a red yeah. i just want a red eye and give put two shots in it yeah. At this point now, this espresso it it does nothing for me. Well, what it does give me energy now is I know you probably don't. Do you have Cocaine. a Roma? Yes. Uh, do you have a Roma Joe's mm-hmm. near you? In Nashville? No. But you know a Roma Joe's. Yeah. They have uh, AJ's uh, Roma Joe's rushes. They're a f- full twenty four ounce can of uh, Red Bull sprite in different flavors of sprite depending on like what flavor of rush you get and then like a mixture of syrups so it is like it is truly like cocaine in in a cup yeah because it's like it's like it's like uh an italian soda on steroids exactly it's like an italian soda and so i today i got a blackjack which is 
cranberry and cherry flavoring with on top of it the red bull and the sprite um and it uh, my version of that is i take a celsius and then i add a uh can of seltzer and then i add the caffeine neo oh boy wow (laughs) hold on can we talk about celsius i've been only seeing bad things that celsius is like putting people into hospitals have you it seen that? Hasn't put me in a hospital yet. No, I drink one a day. I haven't been in a hospital yet. <laughs> Celsius, dude, I love them. And I also just discovered the, that Ghost, the pre-workout company, sells like canned pre-workout, and that shit is good as fuck. <clears throat> I'm gonna put... Celsius drink. Why TikTok thinks Celsius may be dangerous? Because I saw this on TikTok. Uh, it's also Celsius is, is so good. Um, it's off- probably like, hey, this person did a, like an eight ball and then drank a Celsius. So some TikTok talkers are experiencing some scary side effects. Me drinking Celsius before every worker for the last two years thinking I'm healthy. And then it's another photo of him in the hospital. User standing what appears to be a doctor's office with an electrocardiogram. Cable strap just this. It's just stupid. I mean, n- uh, no, this yeah, nothing. It's stupid. I I just was like to to bring it up. Like, too much of anything will kill you. If you eat too much carrots, you'll turn orange. Yeah, dude. If you drink a, a Celsius a day for two consecutive years, yeah, it's not gonna go great. Yeah um that being said i've ruined my caffeine tolerance long ago oh my god and we yeah mm. this is this is what we usually talk devolves to when we talk about coffee is In how less poor. than a day the video has been viewed 1.2 million times many finding the story particularly unsettling in the comments several users shared they too had experienced concerning side effects from drinking celsius and arante's video had only magnified their fears Literally kept waking up in the middle of the night with heart palpitations, and my anxiety had never been higher. That's because you're a pussy. That's yeah. not the rest of the world's problem. I'm sorry you can't handle 200 milligrams of caffeine. The rest of us are hardened war veterans. We've been through it. We experienced the flashbacks to those nights in restaurants and shitty jobs where we only had the caffeine to get us through. Yeah, you had a you had a you had and a red so, eye. You smoked a cigarette, so, and then and then you powered through those heart palpitations that you were definitely having. Yeah, for some for lunch we had something cool like a a cigarette. Um, I drink one every day, and my heart been feeling weird. Pussy. Again, I'm going back to that one. Celsius. Also, this is. It says it contains 300 milligrams of caffeine per can. That's certainly not what the label says. I'm pretty sure it's 200. Yeah. But hey, good, better for it. Either way, don't yeah. care. I, uh, I, some, sometimes all it takes is a little over 400 milligrams of caffeine per day to experience symptoms. My question is also like, <clears throat> do these people exercise at all or yeah. do they just like, sleep and then they drink like two celsius a day and then they're like i have heart palpitations and it's like yeah you didn't do anything 
You've been sitting there. Your body is rejecting the amount of uh, stimuli you put into it. And because you haven't, you know, pushed it all out due to exercise. Yeah. Um, I just remember that one time I accidentally took creatine and pre-workout together and had heart palpitations at the gym. Oh, I, I took the, the one and only time I've taken pre-workout. I thought I was going to like jump out of my skin. Like my ears were ringing when I was not lifting weights. I was like, dude, that if I could go back to that first day, I remember it vividly, dude, it was me, me and salty mang in my basement. And he gave me like a little bit of pre-workout. And this was before I had broken my caffeine tolerance. Yeah. And I remember just like, like, like I was vibrating on a different frequency. Yeah. It was incredible, dude. (laughs) So I I was getting like radio signals. Like like radio (laughs) stations kept going through me, dude. You're picking up WZLX (laughs) just off like the hair standing on the top of your head. Yeah, dude. And then if I moved to a different position, it was EI, dude. I was listening to the Sox game just in my yeah, brain. Great. <laughs> um, Joe Casiglione. I, uh, I was thinking about this the other day, too. I was thinking about the pre-workout story. But, like, the amount of drugs and, like, uh, substances and, like, how, like, the differences when they make you feel. Like, do you remember, like, the first time? of doing like all like the things like the first time you took pre-workout first time you dipped the first time you like you know drank uh, alcohol and like got drunk the first time you smoked and everything i remember those little moments um and they they make me laugh like all the time like the yeah. first time i dipped and had like a lot in and had like the effects of dipping like the head rush I remember i was dude, at york you zooming for the first time dude yeah when i was at york um and my everyone dipped at york it was crazy like every kid from maryland pennsylvania like has a tin on them right now um and it was grizz long cut and it was wintergreen and i remember i didn't even start with pouches that was the crazy thing like i upgraded to pouches like the next time i wanted to and i threw such a tiny one in and in my brain i was like okay like don't swallow any of it because like obviously that's gonna like just fuck you up and you're gonna like throw up and like i was just too worried about where i was too worried about not swallowing the little bits like the little like the long cut bits and then i forgot that like i needed to be like still spitting and so i was like like consume it letting the 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 (laughs) saliva you know infused with dip slide down the back of my throat and i was like oh god but i was like i was doing okay i remember the first time i was like doing okay and i'm spinning spinning and then i remember i stood up i'd been sitting on the couch (laughs) watching my friend play xbox for like like an hour and i'm like spinning i'm filling up the water bottle my mouth is getting dry i'm like all right i need to take this out it's been an hour i'm taking it out now and i stood up and i almost fell and the <laughs> jostling of my whole body i was like oh god dude and i went to like run and i i remember i threw up and like everything just like came out of my mouth like the dip too i threw up and then uh i was like oh, okay i'm like i i know i'm going to have to throw up more but i'm like wow uh i'm going to shit my pants and i just sat down <laughs> i didn't throw up anymore but i like i dodged the biggest bullet of like throwing up and then the other end is just shit comes flying out or i shit and then i'm barfing on the toilet i just i was like a perfect situation but i threw up and then took a shit on my throw up um 
but it was like why like my head was yeah it was spinning it was like 18 years old being like holy fucking shit like i can't think straight like this is so much more different than like a, a weed high or being drunk like i'm like what the fuck is happening with this i let's see what was i what was the story that i was going for oh i remember the first time smoking weed was like not it was so anticlimactic because yeah. all i got was tired yeah the and, first time like for everyone it's just like nothing you don't you just get sleepy you don't even get the the effects uh, that's what everyone we says. were we were in the power lines like behind uh matt prescott's house yeah but i think we're i think we we're further down i think we we're like off tenny right yeah <clears throat> justin street uh thurlow thurlow we were off thurlow so we were like deep in there and then we were walking back and you know, the house that's like right across the street from the power lines. Yeah. We just like walked out there. We heard this, like, like a gunshot sound, like a crack. And then the tree just like fell over and missed this person's house by maybe six inches. Yeah. And it was one of those moments where we were like, did it, we all like looked at each other and we were like, did we just actually watch Like, should we call someone? Like what happens now? Mm. And then we did nothing. And then we went to see the Lion King in 3D. I re always remember that you're like your first time getting high. You're like, well, I saw the Lion King, like just yeah. like a great time. I yeah. remember it. Now it's like fuzzy since it was like fucking 15 years ago, almost. Um, no, I wasn't 11 when I smoked. It yeah, was more like, like 10. But is that math? <laughs> like 10 years ago. Um, and it was at uh ebb's uh like often yeah, like yeah, dude it it was you know you know what it was the first time it was we were out smoking a bowl by like the rocks where you would run and jump off yeah. in that camp i can't remember the camp's name now denison then um, yeah denison maybe um and the first time getting rather the first time smoking nothing happened it was just like, i got tired and i'm like my mouth is dry and then the second time Remy was with us and Remy, I, 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 I'll never forget this. He was like in school. He was like, yo, he's like, I came back from Vegas and I like bought and didn't tell anyone that like I bought it, but it was like an Indian peace pipe. So it was like a long wooden um, like like stem at the very end was the smallest bowl in the world. Like it, we could maybe, maybe get a it's tiniest of nugs in it and the choke was on the very bottom of the bowl. So you had to hold this thing like out here like this <laughs> and use your thumb as the choke. And th that was the second time I had smoked. It was like the second time, the, the first time I had gotten high. Um, and I remember like we were passing around and I remember Remy was just so like, this is awesome, dude. Like this is the, like, we're, we're, we're doing it like the natives used to do. <laughs> and it, it was just like, we did it. And I was like, yeah like i'm like wow like I, i'm i'm high and i was just like giggling all the way back to to ebb's house and everything and i remember every single time that i i had gone to denison to go smoke my mom picked me up and my yeah. mom was like how was it i'm like oh, <laughs> i was what and she's just like she goes what'd you guys do uh we Oh boy. Uh, I don't know what we did, mom. And she was just like, Oh, that's nice. <laughs>
Yeah. Uh, the, I remember the first... that's, that's definitely where uh, some of my bullshitting talents came from because I would go the opposite direction where I'd be like, it's less suspicious if I engage more with my parents when they pick me up. So I just have these full blown conversations on the ride home. Oh, I was the same way. I I tried to absolutely nothing. It would just be, I would just be doing a Ted talk on you'd be in, you know, (laughs) and you know, to your parents, like he's talking in circles. Like he's, he's just, I don't know what he is talking about either. Or it's just all like, like, not you're like you're all of your words are just non-plot moving dialogue or you're just like <laughs> just there is no point to anything <laughs> it's just npc behavior dude. yeah exactly <laughs> you've been red pilled and you're just it's just typical npc but it was yeah but the the galaxy brain move was to talk so much that they just started tuning you out and then yeah. like it's just like anything to get the, like i'm just gonna like i don't just, care anymore we don't care that just you're high shut, shut up <laughs> shut up and go to bed <laughs> oh god um the first time uh of uh, we uh smoked salvia too was at denison and i remember like freaking the fuck out like i think i might have been there for that it was just like 15 minutes of 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 anxiety and like sprinting through the woods because scott perry came out of the woods late like and we're like sasquatch and we just ran (laughs) i'm pretty sure i was there for that because uh i vividly remember one night where like all of you guys did it and it was just i i don't i didn't participate and i don't recall much i just remember like the whole group of you were just sprinting around at one point and it was utter chaos yeah we were all we we like got like salvio just like hits you quick and then leaves you quick so it's just like 15 minutes of us just sprinting through the woods because we were like we're all like panicking <laughs> on synthetic weed and it was so fucking stupid i remember that's like the thing like oh like there was always like a, i remember talking to the york kids that i went to college with and they were like oh yeah like I did uh, like the dead beats in my high school did salvia. Like I would never do that shit. Like puts, puts holes in your brain. And I'm like, yeah, I've done that once. And I'm like, fuck, you're fucked up, bro. And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> Rick, I got like, I had like a 4.0 GPA, dude. Like, yeah, uh, fuck you. I'm teaching kids. The only holes in my brain are tunnels, bro, to other paths of knowledge. God, um, I can't, I can't like think. I don't want to divulge any other information on. I mean, the first time getting drunk, it was at our. uh, It's sad, but it was at our senior sleepover thing. And then I was like, I just want to go to the one I got kicked out of. Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. yeah. I just just wanted to. I I was drinking everything in sight and I was just like consuming everything. Like there was no concept of don't mix alcohol in my head. No, um, no, no, no. And I didn't throw, I like was not throwing up. I, but I was just like hammered. And I remember also like, I was so young that I was like getting drunk, but not sleepy. So it was just like up. And I remember there was like a 10 over and I was, and it was like all these like girls, like fucking Janelle Gomes and like Haley Murphy next, the next 10 over and I'm like, shut the fuck up. And like, I got up 
and like I yelled that and I remember I got up and I was like, can you guys shut the fuck up? I'm trying to sleep. And they were like, oh, my God, who, who are you? Like, oh, my like, you're just who, like, who even are you to say that to us? And I was like, shut the f-. I'm like, shut the fuck up. It's like three in the morning. And it was yeah, I was just like that was the start of my grumpy drunk. The very <laughs> first time I got drunk, I was like, I'm just grumpy. Mm-hmm. I think that was the start of me realizing that anything in which everyone is going to be drunk you can miss it and it it may like you did not miss it's it's as if everyone else time traveled and you just happen to exist for that time period it doesn't you can be there you cannot be there it there's no difference yeah i i it was or even it was fun for there for just the beginning and then leave and no one will know for me, it was fun for about in my brain, that entire night lasted an hour or the fun lasted an hour of me just drinking everything in sight. And then it was when everyone started going to sleep and I was like, uh, no, I'm still up. And then people just got annoying and I was like, I hate my life. And yeah. then I didn't sleep. And uh, it was like me, Jared, Scott, Luke we went to Theo's in the morning right before school. And I was, I, I, the first time getting drunk was also the same moment that I've ever experienced where I, I sobered up in real time. There was no time <laughs> skip of, of going to bed and sobering up. I was just sobering up at four in the morning, just like not falling yeah. asleep. And I was just in Theo's like dead. And then it was like the, the next day, like it was like nothing school for, for us. And I was just like, oh, I'm sleeping in Dodge's class. And I just yeah. missed all of my classes and fell asleep on three chairs lined up. And I'm like, why on three, <laughs> three school chairs, like falling asleep in the dark room with Rory. It was just me and him like sleeping next to each other. We had Goldberg's final that morning and I remember Chiklakas had to go puke in the middle of it. I think multiple times, if I remember correctly. And I was just like, I mean, I was chipper. I was, I had gotten like dunks before. Like I was ready. ready. You get everyone like, else yeah, dunks. Anyone, anyone want a donut? <laughs> I was ready for the test, dude. I did some studying. And then, of course, O'Grady slept on my couch because he didn't want to admit to his parents that he got kicked out what did you guys do like did you just take the beers back to your or did they take the guy t- uh the um the dad took the beers didn't he yes and so Fuck. we went back to my house and i'm pretty sure i got high and then we watched Chappelle's show with my dad <laughs> perfect i wish i yeah, was there. it was a great fucking night <laughs> i wish i was just there Really made you appreciate that, like sometimes the path, uh, a different path, is not always the wrong path. Yeah. God. It's uh, too too much, too much, too much. I also, I mean, like in terms of other things, like the first time I did Adderall in college, and I was just like, "Holy shit, dude!" Yeah, I've I never it was limitless, like in. Yeah like real you were like dude my brain like i can figure out like if i had enough time dude like i could figure out like the, the like the theory of relativity like if yeah. if you gave me like solid 24 hours and like 20 milligrams of adderall i got this shit on lock guys yeah i never have experienced the 
the effects of Adderall because whenever I've done it, I've always done it when I'm already drunk and it just keeps me up more. It's just like, okay, yeah. like, Hey Jackson, you're, you're awake again. Like you're not going to yeah. fall asleep anymore for the next two hours. You're not going to fall asleep. <laughs> you may need some more once that, that for about, expiration about date. 10 more beers. You'll be good yeah. to go. Uh, but I've never, I, I had friends at York that, and even at, at, at UMass that were like, Oh, I bought like, you know, 10 milligrams off of someone because I have a, to, an exam to study for. And I'm like, no, nah, I'll just drink a lot of coffee and then like get anxious yeah. and be able to study better. <laughs> the the anxiety, <laughs> anxiety cripples a lot of people. Anxiety helped me through college, having so much anxiety. And then the the initiative to get things done was how I survived college. No, it was it was the that didn't help me. No, I would just anxiety panic. was. I would panic and then I would finally put my head on the pillow and then panic about something I forgot and then get up and work for a solid two hours to get it done. Yeah. No, the it, the the portrayal of like anxiety. You know, in Big Mouth, when there's the anxiety bee and then the depression cat. Yeah. Like those were both very accurate things in For my you. life at that time where it was just like, what do we do, guys? Yeah. And the answer was drink. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anxiety is different for me. Like I, I like I just said, I get the anxiety drives me um, type of deal where it's like I, I problem solve with it. Now I have matured to the point where it is fuel. It's like yeah. a, a combination of like anxiety, um, spite, and like just general hatred are the yeah. things that fuel me. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. Yeah. Just a general, <laughs> like, uh, uh, avoid, uh, I will come accomplish so much to avoid the people I hate. Like, if that means like, taking a different path like driving a different route or timing things out properly or uh, i have in work where i know i did not want to work with like this one person where i was like you have to proctor the mcast with this person i'm like i hate them i will go out of my way to craft a a a well-written email um and just basically like better my myself so that i don't have to work with that person yeah um it was a big like when we were like really in lockdown if i like had worked all day like run like a 10-hour shift whatever and i got home and like i i needed to convince myself to go to the gym i would just think about someone that i hated and how going to the gym would make me better than them and yes. then i would go to the gym there's the body dysmorphia i I'm the other way uh, a little bit uh, a tweak to it i hate myself so much that i'm like get to the gym well, so that's where it it's like I hate myself so that then I would think about how if I do this thing, it will make me eventually look better than the other person. Yeah. And therefore, I will hate myself less. Less. Yeah. And yeah, I will yeah. be able to spite them. And, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Vengeance. You're like Batman. Yeah. Vengeance. <laughs> Bro, if you gave me like fucking quarter of a million dollars worth of equipment i could be batman Easy oh my god money, yeah. dude 
I don't need to have my parents be killed by some mugger. Like, I'll just do it because I hate everyone. I will serve. I will serve justice to the city of Gotham purely off of spite. Fifty percent spite and fifty percent of I don't have anything better to do. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. That they should rewrite Batman to his parents don't die. It's just he's made fun of in school, and he's just like <laughs> ah, out of spite. I want to be better than everyone else. <laughs> he's just cyber bullied, and that's the yeah. new origin story of Batman. <laughs> he just has body dysmorphia. <laughs> Instead of coming to school with a gun, he just becomes a superhero. Yeah, if more if there was less school shootings and more vigilante work, Duncan, we're on to something here. <laughs> we solved school shootings, guys. <laughs> Those kids don't need to go to therapy. They need a leather battle suit. <laughs> they need an equipment belt. Yes, they need batarangs. <laughs> yeah, they need to be able to turn their head in their bat suit. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um. I, I'm out. I'm out. I think we've reached the pinnacle of this episode. So yeah. um, that was the best thing we could have come up with. Yeah. We got weirdly deep there for a minute, and then we kind of pulled ourselves out of it yeah. and solved school shootings. So I would say it's a win. <laughs> <laughs> I a mean, day in what, life. Else, what else more can you ask for? You should put a note at the very at the beginning being like, if you want to get to the good stuff, just go last two minutes of the podcast skip to like one hour and 30 minutes <laughs> yeah god oh, all right well incredible. folks this has been the trolling stone podcast uh follow us on the shits um happy easter jesus has risen that was oh that was the one thing i wanted to talk about i had a conversation with sarah's maybe we'll save it for the next one I had a conversation with sarah's family about religion and it's always funny to pick their brains over what they believe in and because it's the same as mine. They don't believe in anything. Their entire family is like, we're not religious, but One it's funny. Of my employees has been regularly getting into spirited debates with my boss about like the existence of uh, dichotomy versus trichotomy in terms of like re- religion and theology. And I, at one point, found myself standing in between them trying to ask a work-related question. And they were just like, and I was like, what are we, what are we doing? You just got to go, this is an HR nightmare. I will call. I will call HR. My my boss was sitting in the HR office. So (laughs) can I fill out, you're just like, can I fill out a form? Because I need to get my job done. (laughs) All right. Uh, Follow us on the shits. Uh, stay tuned for this religion discussion we're about to have next episode um we'll prepare for it this has been jackson keep it sleazy and i'm out uh peace out you fuckos um hey baloney go celtics marcus smart depoy Baby duck if it quacks with a Ruger Top billing come cops and billing it Shots is box shipped out and bought And y'all feeling it LP killing it Killer Mike killing shit What more can I say?
same. We top billing it. Valiant without villain it. Viciously found victory. Burnt towns and villages. Burning, looting, and pillaging. Murderers try to hurt us. We curse them and all their children. I just want the bread and bologna bundles to tuck away. I don't work for free. I am barely giving a fuck away. So tell Big and Johnny and Mommy to get the fuck away. Hey, yo, here's a gun, son. Now run. Get it the gut away. Live to shoot another day.